What's going on, everyone? And welcome to the Walk with Wingfield podcast. Thank you for joining me. Hope that all of you listening are having a great day today. I'm your host, Brandon Wingfield, and this is going to be a very impromptu episode. I had no intentions of making this, and I didn't even expect or plan on doing any type of news coverage on this podcast. But when I heard some news regarding one of my most anticipated games and the current struggles that it faces, I had to say something. But this is one of the great things about podcasting or content creation as a whole. You never know what may inspire you to create. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about a game called The Last Night. So for those of you who are unfamiliar with The Last Night, it is a cyberpunk, pixelated, Blade Runner-esque indie game developed by Odd Tales, led by Tim Saray, and published by Raw Fury, who are quickly becoming my favorite indie publisher with their upcoming lineup of games, including Sable, Night Call, and Mosaic. And the last night is, but the last night is hands down my most anticipated indie game. And for those of you who have not checked out the trailer yet, I'll try to put a link in the description of this episode. Please do yourself a favor and check that out because it is a minute and a half of pure immersion with so much attention to detail. I remember watching the trailer during E3 2017 and it was immediately a standout. I knew I just had to keep my eyes on this game and just keep up to date with it. So why am I talking about this game? What possessed me to make a podcast episode about it? So over the course of 2018, I was really hoping that we would get the last night release, at least in the later half, but that didn't happen. And we would eventually find out that it's because, or mainly because, the scale of the game has grown tremendously from what we got in the 2017 trailer. And everything is supposed to be so much better and it's grown a lot more. So I was fine with that. Perfect. If, you know, we're getting a better game, hey, that works for me. But two days ago, the director of this game, Tim Saray, posted a Twitter thread and it led to some updates, which a lot of fans, including myself, were not necessarily expecting. And I have these tweets pulled up so I can just give you the information and, you know, give you an idea of what's actually going on here in terms of development. So this first tweet reads, quote, 2018 rise and fall. We doubled the team. We got ourselves a proper, lovely studio in the core of London. Game budget finally got a massive raise. We found and developed the code architecture this game needed. We developed even more gorgeous hybrid 3D pixel art techniques. End quote. Then, okay, and then this is the second tweet. Then, quote, we encountered massive business, legal, and funding issues we can't talk about. We had to cancel a new trailer of the last night at the Game Awards. We're currently raising funds, so get in touch. Hello at, with okay, and this is the email address, hello at oddtails.net, end quote. And this is just a side note. I really would have appreciated seeing a new trailer at the Game Awards. I think, I, well, I know that would have made the night for me so much better. 
but my my initial reaction to all of this was it didn't really sink in when I immediately saw it, but as it gained more traction and other outlets and news sites were picking this up, that's when I kind of started having it sink in that this is a lot more serious than, you know, what I initially had thought. So let's, I want to consider this episode a call to action to finding a solution and help save the last night. As a fan, I don't want to see this game shelved any longer than it needs to be and certainly don't want to see it canceled. And actually, there was a tweet or Tim Saray actually responded to a tweet asking if there is any potential for this game being canceled. And the tweet that he sent responded, quote, certainly not canceled, but there is a risk at the moment. It's no joke, end quote. And just reading that had the biggest impact on me above anything else that was said earlier. So what is the solution? Well, Tim did put out a contact email for companies to reach out, and the game does have a significant following with 186,000 people wishlisting on Steam. So I'm sure some someone, some company is going to make some offer. So I'm pretty sure that's something to count on. But could this at least partially be fan, fan funded? I think it's possible. Including the 186,000 people who wishlisted on Steam, Raw Fury has tens of thousands of people that it reaches. Then once you add in word of mouth and the commu- from the community and other gaming outlets, and this is a side note, at the time of this recording, the article about last night's current situation is the most read article on PCGamer.com. I think this is a plausible route that can potentially be taken. I would love to see a campaign that gets fans directly involved and help, even if it just lightens the load and makes things easier and even incentivizes fans with whatever. I mean, it could be perks involved or could not just I'm pretty sure there are some people who would just, you know, love to be a part of it, even if without even without perks. But, you know, perks do help. I know I will contribute, and I'm sure I'm not alone in this. I'm, I'm, I'm positive I'm not alone in this. And this episode may be a small spark, but if this episode not only introduces someone to the last night, but also leads them to being a part of the community and part of the solution, then I'm, I've accomplished my goal of this episode. So... Hopefully, a solution can be found within all of this, and let's save the last night.